Hello everybody, welcome back to episode 6 of Get Stronger, Live Longer. With you today is Cade Baker and Darren Baker. Hello everybody, hope you are all healthy and well. Hopefully they are in this very bad weather we're having at the moment. Not very nice, it's just raining constantly, non-stop. Hey, that's England for you. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So, um, we, we recorded this episode a couple of days ago and I didn't have the mic set up properly. So I had to delete it. Basically, you'd hear everything I was saying, but you couldn't hear Darren. That's a good thing, isn't it? I'm sure you did that on purpose. And it's only because I found out you didn't get away with it. So it's just the mad ramblings of just me talking to myself for a whole episode, which probably would have been quite entertaining, to be honest, but I scrapped it. So we're going to do it again. Today's episode is Fat Loss 101. This is going to be a two-part episode. So we're looking for about 30, 40 minutes today, and then 30, 40 minutes another day. Because it's a long old topic and your attention span probably isn't an hour long. So we're going to split it up into two. What are you saying about the people that listen to our podcast? Hey, well, short, well, short I know mine is, mine's quite short. I, I think half an hour is suitable. It's just we get bored very quickly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't sit still that long, can we? So uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get Fat started. Loss. Fat loss. Fat loss, the big one. The big one. The big one. So I think we should start first with your diet, son. You... Um, You've been bulking, you've been <coughs> training for a long time, and pretty much you're always bulking, aren't you, trying to add muscle? Always. But you did your first fat loss diet this time, mm-hmm. and you've, um, you just wanted to, I mean, basically what mummy would call it is puppy fat. You had puppy fat on your belly, it's been there ever I since did. you were a child. Yeah, my little storage. Little storage area. My little winter storage. And as you've always been bulking to add muscle to your body, because genetically, you and I are very lean, aren't we? We we're, are, yeah. We're slim. Mm-hmm. So you've always been bulking and you, you, you've said, you know, what do you think about me doing a diet? And I, I said to you, it would be a great idea. Um, you teach people, you've been teaching people for years how to lose, lower their body fat, yet you've never actually done it yourself. Never and needed I, to. Really. Never needed to. Yeah. And I'm a strong believer, you should experience something to teach it. So I said, great idea. So how did you get on? Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was good. It was, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. In fact, I preferred dieting to bulking. It all started with our holiday and I wanted to get a little bit more shredded for that. So yeah, I went from 3,000 calories down to 2,000 and it was it was good. I felt good on it. I felt I was alert. I had more attention, focus. I didn't feel as sluggish because uh, if often when I eat, well, same as everyone, if you eat a lot, you do get a bit sluggish and I often I have to have naps after I eat. But uh, with the diet, it was good. I just, yeah, I just didn't, I just ate less food. It was more convenient for me. Didn't have to prep more or buy more and I did that for about two and a half months I think and I went from 15% body fat down to seven I lost nine kilos nine kilos that's it nine kilos and uh, it was all fat I I trained just as hard and I kept my muscle mass and I had lost fat and and it's surprising how much came off of me yeah it was a large calorie deficit you went there but I think you went from 3,000 to 2,000 because you weren't that bothered. It didn't really, going, dropping 1,000 calories didn't really bother you no, that much, did not it? Not at all. No, it didn't bother me whatsoever. It was fine. In fact, I preferred, because I keep busy, not you, if, mm. if, if I'm always moving around doing things. So I'm never sitting there and thinking, oh, God, I could do with a little Kit Kat. No, I'm always <laughs> a little Kit Kat. Yeah, I'm always doing stuff. I think if a curly whirly, well, yeah, Fredo. <laughs> most people they eat because they're bored. Mm. Often, if they're sitting at their desk at work and they're procrastinating, 
they think, oh, I could do with a little chocolate bar or something. And that's where people go wrong. But if you're constantly moving around, which fortunately we are, it does stop you from eating. If you're occupied, you won't get hungry. Mm. It's more of a psychological thing than an actual hunger. You just want to do it for dopamine. Now, so what do you think people that know you, you're classed as being slim. Mm. Okay, we don't like the word skinny as well as we don't like calling people fat. You shouldn't call people skinny. But you and I are naturally built slim. Genetically, we yeah. are slim. So how did you feel about, you're quite slim. And obviously, when you go on a diet, now bear in mind, you went on a fat loss diet and lost nine kilos. Yeah. And that's a lot of body fat. But people would look at you up front and say to you, well, you don't need to lose weight. Look at you, you don't need to lose weight. How did you approach that? Well... I, I only told a select amount of people because everyone's on their own journey and some people did get quite offended when I told them. It tend to be people who needed to lose some fat themselves and they mm. were quite insulted that I was trying to lose it. But what we teach when people first join is everyone's on their own journey. And for me, I wanted to lose that little bit of puppy fat. Yeah, That's what I wanted to do. It was a little experiment. You know, it's amazing it's, though. Nine kids. I'm the same. I mean, we, um, if there's a professional, professional dieter, it's me. I've been dieting for 10 years. And it's amazing how much fat comes off your body. I mean, if you at the beginning, if I said to you, you're going to end up losing nine kilos off, off your body through this diet, you would have said to me, there's no way am I losing nine kilos. Where is it on the body? Mm. It's amazing, isn't it? The fat is everywhere, isn't it? And you- it is everywhere. It's, uh, first of all, it's my face. My, my cheeks went down. And that's what people started saying. Oh, you Face is looking same. Your jawline's more prominent now. So I was like, yes. <laughs> nice. But yeah, surprise, isn't it? How much you actually do store. But I did that for two and a half months. And that's not very long at all. So my body just dropped that completely. We said that. I said to you, you're going to lose weight quickly. Cause and that's my age. Yeah, activity. you struggle. You, 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 know, you do struggle to uh, put muscle on, don't you? It's hard work for you to gain muscle. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been in a constant surplus. And say 3,000 calories is quite a lot. Now, if you're someone who eats a lot of junk food, it's pretty easy to achieve. I, for one, don't. I have a lot of single ingredient foods. My lunch today was was chicken and veg. Yeah. But I have brilliant. to eat a lot of chicken to... I have to eat a lot of single ingredient foods to get to that 3,000 calorie amount. Because if I did eat junk, I'd be able to get there quite fast. But I don't. I don't enjoy eating junk food. No. So, you lost nine kilos. You, I know you were happy how you looked. I know you were extremely happy how you looked. Um, how did you feel? Because people might be listening to this and might know you and think that you are lean and you are lean anyway prior to the diet and a lot of people as we've, we've just uh, discussed would say to you oh you don't need to lose weight you don't need to lose weight but it's your journey you're not as we say you're not hurting anyone no. it's your decision if anyone knows how to diet it's you you're a professional dieter you know what to do and how to go mm-hmm. about it you don't have any eating disorders so with all that to the side you know losing nine kilos how did you actually feel at the end of it? Did you know? Did you feel like you were starving, or you, you needed to eat more? How did you feel? What did you get from it? Fine. Yeah, I, I, I ate enough. I did get hungry at some occasions, but I've replaced that with a glass of water, coffee, because hunger is normally just you being thirsty. Mm. But two thousand calories is still a lot. It's not like it's a little, especially if you eat vegetables and good food. It's a lot. Some of, days I struggle to get to two thousand. Some days I think, oh god, yeah, well, I need to actually catch up with this today. Some days different than others, but generally I wasn't hungry. I was, yes, was fine. It's, it's a really good point because I'm thinking when you are hitting your high calories, you consume a lot of your calories from high fat foods, don't you? Peanut butter and olive oil and butter and things like that, and uh, 
um, rice pudding you eat. So I suppose when you drop by a thousand, you haven't got to take out too much, have you? No, not Let's really. Let's face it, a thousand calories reduction is a couple of cans of rice and um, two tablespoons of peanut butter. That's yeah. it. That's a thousand calories. Yep. So, and as you eat so well, I take it your you were can't, your satiety was good because you were eating lots of vegetables and good things still. That were exactly. You up. Yeah, I wasn't grabbing biscuits because I knew that those unnecessary calories wouldn't fuel me. Because mm. what happens is you eat stuff like that and you just immediately want to find something else. But I was having like a chicken breast yeah. or eggs in the morning. Perfect. Again, protein keeps you satiated. And again, um, you, I mean, you, you've done great. There's no doubt. It's the first time you've ever done a fat loss diet and you kicked ass. Um, not everyone finds it that easy. You are, you are of your dad as such where our willpower is extremely good. We know that. I don't we, have an emotional connection to food No, at we all. don't. And we, we've got excellent... One of our superpowers is our willpower mm. where you and I are both the same. We decide we're going to do it, we'll do it. If we say we're not going to do it, we won't do it. It's as simple as that. So... But we do appreciate not everyone's built like that, are they? No. Uh, hence why we're in business to, to help people with their diet and teach them. Again, personally, I've been dieting. or uh, A diet just means a way of eating. So you can be on... If, you, if you're bulking, that is a fat gain diet. Well, not fat gain. It's not that. It's a muscle gain diet. So diet just means a way of eating. And I've been dieting for 10 years. So um, yes, I do have a lot of knowledge on it. And I have got my body fat to single digits nearly every year for the last 10 years. Um, so it's something we've both experienced now, yeah. but we do appreciate it's not easy for everyone. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to start off this, as case said, this is a, a two-parter. And um, we're going to basically teach you how to lower your body fat. We're going to give you, hopefully we'll give you the facts and, and things you can do. And then we'll finish off the end with some tips and tricks and ideas and what to do in the real world. Because our diet is not you know based on silly things it is based on the real world things like um you know having issues getting a stressful day and then turning to food to to compensate for that stress and things like that yeah. they're the important things that really do happen so <clears throat> if we're going to start talking about fat loss diet then uh, first thing i say is you need to set a goal set a goal so our diet we always always say is a three month uh, diet fat loss diet and we always say Please set a goal in three months. It doesn't, you know, it could be a holiday, could be a weekend away, a spa weekend. It could be trying uh, fitting into a new dress, but set yourself a goal that you can move toward. Because as the time, uh, as you move closer towards that goal, uh, then you you step up and work harder as such. So first thing to do is always set a goal. Find find something that you can achieve at the end of it that you can work towards, and that diet would predominantly will, will be three months. Now, what we do is with our members is after three months, we have a, a discussion with them to see if we can should continue uh, moving forwards or we make adjustments or we pull them out of the diet and we do something called a reverse diet. Um, so you've just set yourself a goal of three months. Um, a good time to do this in the new year. Uh, my tip is don't start a diet in January. It does not work. I know that. I've been doing this a long time. So don't start your diet in January. Reason mm. being, there's food left over from the cupboards, Christmas food. Oh, Christmas bleeds into January. All the stuff left over, you end up eating that into January. February is a good time to start when everything's and the kitchen's gone. Yeah, and another thing we, we've seen a lot of over the years, 
people think they have to eat all that food. Oh, I don't like waste. I've got to eat give the it two tubs of quality street. Give it away. There's plenty of charities and places you can give them to. Give it to Auntie Nora. A box of quality streets. That's it. Spread it out, but you don't have to consume it. Don't think it's wasteful. No, it's it's just going to make you even fatter. And we use the word fat because that's what we're talking about. Uh, weight loss doesn't mean anything. You can you can gain weight by gaining muscle, and you can lose weight by losing muscle. So we're talking about losing fat here, not fat. muscle. So um, I don't advise January. It's not a good time to start a diet. I I recommend starting in February. Because in February, you've got over Christmas. No one should try to diet over Christmas. It won't work. And uh, start in February. Now, a good point is now, if you're listening to this podcast, what I'd say to you is start clearing your mind now. And we're going to make an agreement here that you are going to start a a diet in February. Beginning of February, whatever that date is, February the 1st. So that's going to give you a few months now to get your head in a good place. I am going to start a diet in February. I'm going to prepare myself for it. I'm, I know what I'm going to have to do. And I'm going to stick with it for three months and I will not lose. I will win. I will beat it. I will finally get rid of this body fat that I've been trying to get rid of uh, for such a long time. So now's the time to prepare your mind and get ready to start your diet on, on February the 1st, the beginning of February, however that falls, first Monday in February. So once you prepare yourself, that gets you in a good place, gives you time. So when you get to February... You can't then say, oh, I'm not ready for this. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. No, you've had plenty of time to get your mind in the right place. And you can prepare yourself for what's ahead. So that's it. Mind's in the right place. We're going to start our diet in February. Um, the first thing I say to my members is, is real world stuff again. I say to them, over the next three months, you will suffer with anxiety, depression. The dog's going to shit on the carpet. Work's going to piss you off. Um, family's going to piss you off. Something's going to go wrong. Now, it's three months. Something will go wrong. And it's not, it shouldn't be poor me. This only happens to me. Everything's aimed at me. No, we all get problems. Everybody gets problems. We all get issues. And how we face them determines how well we do, especially with our diet. So I'm telling you, over the three months diet, you will have problems. What you must not do is say, poor me, fall off the wagon and turn to food. So, Again, when it happens, I'm telling you it happens now, remember what I've said and face it and say, look, no, I am on a diet. It's just three months. I will get through this because something will go wrong. And the emotional tie to foods is the biggest thing we see with our members. Most people know what they should be doing, but they neglect to do it or just don't do it. Why is that? Why is it? Why are you doing it to yourself? So that's what's good with us being one-on-one with our members. We can look in their eyes and we can figure out what's going on with them. But obviously, this is a podcast. But again, something will happen. And when it does, you need to say, okay, uh, the boy said this was coming. I'm going to keep going with my diet. I'm going to get through this. The next thing I say is over the next three months, there will be a barbecue. There will be a wedding. There will be a night out with the girls. There will be a, a, a works do. There will be something. Does that mean you can get absolutely pissed out of your head and have a dirty kebab afterwards? No, it doesn't. You're on a three-month diet. It's three months. We have set a goal. We are going to do this, and we're going to stick with it. And we will talk about how you can go out and have a drink and a meal out and still lose weight. So we'll get into that. We'll give you the tips on how to do that. But generally over that period, just cut that back. 
cut that back. You don't have to go out, you don't have to get pissed, and you don't have to eat loads of dirty food. You want a diet? Stick with a diet. It's just three months. Ultimately, the rewards of losing body fat, well, the, the ultimate reward is you're going to live longer. You're literally going to live longer. So just lowering the body fat at any time um, is going to add years to your life. So once we've we've um, we've we've sorted these things out and we uh, we know that things are going to happen, we cleared our mind on that. We're prepared to start the diet. Now, the the first thing we're going to talk about are calories. Calories, calorie is a calorie. Does not matter where it comes from. So what do I mean by that? Well, a calorie is a calorie. Does that mean that we can lose weight eating solely junk food? Yes, it does. It does mean you can do that. Oh, we can diet. Twinkie diet. The Twinkie diet. Talk about the Twinkie diet a little bit, Cody. What was the guy's name again? His, his name was Professor Mark Horb. Mark Horb. Yeah. So he, was it three, how long did you do it for? Was it like? I think it was, it was three months, I think. Same, three months. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He literally just ate nothing but junk food. It was like Twinkies, Snowballs, Donuts, um, KFC. Just he ate junk food for this period of time just to prove that you can lose weight eating junk foods. It's not a good idea. It's not very healthy. But he was just proving the point that you haven't got to have carrot sticks and celery to lose weight. It's all calorie based. A calorie is a calorie, no matter where it's from. And the big point to this is he knew it would not be good for his body, so he did supplement protein and vitamins and minerals. He did take them just to keep his health in a good place. But he lost, I think, about twenty three pounds just eating junk food to prove the point. So are we going to do that? No, we're not. Of course we're not. Um, nutrition, fat loss and nutrition. People argue this point, but I like to separate fat loss to nutrition. Because as I've, as we've just right, rightly told you, you can lose weight eating junk food. Is that good for you? No, it's not. You need good nutritional diet. But to lose weight, you can eat junk food and do that. But that's not what we're going to do. So a calorie is a calorie. It does not matter where it comes from. Now, knowing that fact, we can use that to our advantage. Now, some people say to you, will say to you, oh, that's nonsense. Uh, if you say to them, that, 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 you know, the Baker boys said uh, a calorie is a calorie, they say, oh, that's not true. The, the point they're arguing about is the law of thermodynamics. And a calorie to calorie does not matter where it comes from, but it does vary sometimes. And this is how it happens. If you eat a chili pepper or you have a cup of coffee, you find that your body warms up, you get hot. Well, that's raising the metabolism a little bit and you, you'll burn a few more calories. Now, if you compare that to a banana, so if, for example, if we take 100 calories of, of uh, chili pepper and we consume that and we, we uh, another day we eat 100 calories of banana and we consume that, uh, the chili pepper will burn a few more calories just due to the thermic effect it has on the body. It heats the body up. But for me, if people are going to argue that point, come on. That's just ridiculous. If you are going to argue about the thermic effect of food and then you're having a chocolate hobnob later in the day, I mean, come on, there's, there's more practical things we can aim at rather than that. So if people say, oh, no, it doesn't work like that, that's the reason, and I just say bullshit to that. It doesn't really matter. Um, and it's such a small amount as well. It's not really worth uh, discussing while in a fat loss diet. So a calorie is a calorie. Knowing that fact, we can use that to our advantage. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, again, um, I would advise you to get a, note, a notebook and a pen, maybe, and, and pause this podcast. Go get a notebook and pen, because there might be, I mean, during this, and, and definitely the tips and tricks, you might want to write some of this down. 
because it is quite a lot to, to take in straight away. As you know, we um, we try to keep everything very simplistic. We, we say that our podcast is about taking, you know, we, we do a lot of the research, we look at things, we try to make it very simple for people to, to understand because we find that what's worked best. If people understand it, they'll do it. Uh, there's no point in overcomplicating a fat loss diet. Uh, and you'll, and you'll, if people are overcomplicating it and making it very complex in nature, they're just trying to sell you something. They're trying to sell something and make it sound good. So what we want you to do is 80 to 90% of your diet should be from single ingredient food. 80 to 90% of your diet should be from single ingredient foods. Like a, uh, well, I said earlier, a carrot, broccoli, chicken breast, pork, anything where it's 100% what it says is what it is as a single ingredient food. If on the back of the packet, this is 100% chicken, you know, that's just chicken. If it's got X, Y, and Z, all different names, uh, E12746878, red dye three, all these different stuff on that is not a single ingredient food. And that is the foods you want to be trying to have a minimum amount of. That is in, falls in the 10%. So think of it as single ingredient food. It is A, as Kate just said, it is a carrot. It is salmon. It is A. It's not on a packet when you turn it around. It has 50 different ingredients and 25 of them you can't even pronounce. So 80 to 90% of your diet will be from single ingredient foods. Now the other 10 to 20% can be from goodies and treats. Based on the information we just gave you on a calorie to calorie does not matter where it comes from. So we're believers that if you go on a really strict diet, you get, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. You'll do it for a week. Now if you think a diet is carrot sticks and celery, well, good luck with that. You'll last a week and then you'll just burn out. So what we're saying to you is you're going to eat single ingredient food every day and we're going to talk about meals later in the podcast or in the next episode. But what we want you to do at the end of the day, whatever your itch is with regards to your food, we want you to scratch it. So I really fancy some chocolate. So there's little tips you can do for chocolate. So uh, one of the ones we do is the Cadbury's Options Hot Chocolate. The little sachets and they're 90 calories each. Now what we do with them is we... We make, make a hot chocolate and you're going to snap three cubes off and you're going to get them on a plate and you're going to cut them up into halves. Just make sure you don't send them flying when you chop them. But uh, you have a little swig of the hot chocolate, warm your mouth up, coat your mouth and then put the half a cube in. You're going to let that melt in your mouth and you're going to savour each half and you're going to do that for all, all the halves and that's going to fulfil your need for chocolate. And that is 110, calories yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually had one of my members many, many years ago was a, a self-confessed chocoholic, but she was bad, really, really bad. And I told her this hack, you know, literally warm your mouth up with a hot chocolate, half a chunk, and it will get stuck around your teeth, around the roof of your mouth, and you move it around, and then more hot chocolate, another chunk. Anyway, I remember she come in the, the, when she saw me, and um, she was like, oh my God, it works you. I cannot believe this works. So it's a great little hack, and we talk about we're going to talk about tips and tricks. That's a good one. Most people like chocolate, you know, a lot of people do. Great little hack. So as Kay just said, ninety calorie options, hot chocolate, um, and then uh, three chunks, cut it into six, and just eat it slowly. You make a moment of it, don't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Because if if you if you're someone who just can't stop and you just scoff the whole bar, you got to learn to enjoy doing that more. So you relish you having less calories, but you're enjoying the moment more than if you were to have a whole bag or a whole bar. Yeah, and you just touched on something there. On the back of that, if you are someone that you would not be able to eat three chunks, you'd have to eat the whole bar, then 
do not have the chocolate in your house or whatever that food group is, do not have in the house. So what we advise people to do then is if you're in the house and the, the chocolate's all, you, you've taken it all out of the house, it's gone, but you really, really, really want some chocolate, uh, you have to get it, you have to either walk to the shop to buy it or get in the car and drive and buy it. And what you find a lot of the time, you can't be bothered yeah. actually, and you soon get over the craving. Forget it. But if you really want it, make sure it's not in the house and you have to walk to get it or drive a car to get it. Um, don't have it in the house. If you are one of these people that literally just can't have a few chunks and finish there. So, um, 80 to 90% single ingredient food, 10 to 20% goodies and treats. So, whatever your itch is for the day, scratch it. If you want a bit, if you fancy some ice cream, have a scoop of ice cream. Can you have a whole pot of Ben and Jerry's? No, you can't. Most probably it's ridiculous. So use this example for me and us. If I'm on a diet and I've got 2,000 calories, I've had 16, 1,700 that day and I've, I've just finished my shift at work. It's the evening. It's Friday night. I think, you know what? I've got some calories spare. I'm going to pour myself a glass of red. <laughs> and I've got scope to have a glass of red, enjoy that moment unwind and I'm still within my calories it's funny you said that you really took me back uh, I had another uh, member and we, we were um, we were helping her lose weight for her wedding Jenny her name was so if you're listening Jenny this is about you <laughs> I always remember Jenny she was uh, a businesswoman, and she spent a lot of her business time entertaining and uh, we, we, we set a diet up and during the diet and nutrition this that's exactly how I word it in the diet and nutrition uh, as Kate's saying, at the end we say, and if you've got some calories left, you can have a glass of wine. And I remember she looked at me and she just smiled. She goes, that's all I wanted to hear. I'm in. <laughs> you've got me. I'm in. I will do this, she said. And um, she did. She did. She lost loads of weight. She looks amazing in a dress. Um, but for her, she had to cut back. There's no doubt she couldn't carry on doing what she was doing. But as long as she had a little glass of wine at the end of the day... That was enough to keep her happy and keep her in the game. Now, that is the whole point of what we're saying here. When people go on a diet, they think they've got to sacrifice everything. Just they can't do anything. They've just got to punish themselves. Now, one thing we, we don't do is punish ourselves for anything. You've done nothing wrong. You might have put weight on over a period of time. We all do. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you've made mistakes. You've done certain things wrong or, or life has got in the way and taken over. So... We need to stand up to that, but we're not here to punish ourselves with diet. We're here to get ourselves in a good place so we're, we're happy again. So if you think that, you know, you should, oh, I'm going to eat carrot sticks every day and just live on them, then no. No, that's ridiculous. It's not healthy and it won't You've got work. to be respectful to yourself because because I've had a few clients where they are going to go into punishment mode. They're unhappy with how they look and how they feel. So they think they've got to thrash themselves and hurt themselves and then juice diets and stuff like that. And it's... If you want to lose weight, you've got to do it. One, it's got to be sustainable. It's got to be something you can carry on for three months and not... 100%. Yeah, it's got to be something achievable. Eating nothing but carrot sticks and celery for three months, it's not... That's not feasible. No, and it's hard, isn't it? It's difficult. Yeah. So, so what we do with our diet program is we're making this as easy as possible. We're trying to get you to eat as much food as you can within the limit. So you're not going to be hungry. That's the idea. But carrot sticks and celery, it's not going to work. No. And you're getting a treat. Like I say, if you want a bit of ice cream, have an ice cream. You can't, you know, can you eat a whole tub of Ben No. So we have a client, and um, she will definitely hear this, um, that likes, say, Freddo. Enjoys a Freddo. Yeah. Just one Freddo. Just keeps her on the wagon, and that keeps her happy. We had yeah. a client who liked the curly whirly. 
Yeah, love, yeah, yeah love them. So just find something that keeps you happy during the process of lowering your body fat. So again, a lot of people think they they can't eat any treats or snacks. That's what makes them, you know, treats and snacks. That's why I'm fat. No, it's not. That's why you're fat. Overeating and consuming lots of ultra ultra processed foods are, are why you're fat. Um, it's not the food itself that makes you fat. It's just over consuming that food. Um, so having that curly whirler or, or whatever you want will not make you fat as long as you're in a calorie deficit, which we're going to talk about. So um, every day, 80 to 90% single ingredient food, and then you're going to add a little treat in, uh, whatever that treat may be, may be. Now, what we want you to do, a calorie is a calorie, and as we mentioned calories, you might probably already guessed this, you will be counting calories as part of your diet. Now, why is that? People say it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Well, it does work. If you're in a calorie deficit, you will lower your body fat by nature. You have to, you know. And if you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. It's as simple as that. Uh, now, there are, obviously, you can talk about your hormones and menopause and all these things we, we hear about. And yes, they can create problems, but they don't stop you losing weight. If you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. And it, it, it's uh, obviously Cade and I, our job to figure out what's going on. Something's going wrong there. You need to yeah. identify what it is. Yeah, and it's normally, as we've discussed before, it's much simpler than you think. We've mentioned this in another podcast. Yeah. It's, it's not normally that complex. It's much more simple than that. So we're going to be counting calories. So how are you going to do that? Well, we want you to go online and search for a, a calorie calculator. So what you want to be looking for is BMR, basal metabolic rate. So if you plug that in, what BMR is, it's the amount of calories you burn a day just to survive. Just to live. Heart, heart beating, lungs breathing. So BMR, basal metal, metabolic rate. Once you've done that, get a little bit of information on that. Then you're going to search TDEE, total daily energy expenditure. Now, what that is, it's the amount of calories you burn on top of your basal metabolic rate. So what we would do here is we would determine that ourselves. Uh, so we would weigh out our, our member and then based on their height, current weight and age, and we'd calculate their calories from there. Now, the TDE is individual to that person. So we base that on their activity. What activity are they doing? Are they, how many times are they training with us? Are they doing any other uh, forms of training? Are they running? Are they cycling? Or are they just sitting at a desk all day long? Yeah. So we would determine, which is, I would say, 80% of the time, most of our members will be sedentary. Yeah. 80% of the time. So they'll go down sedentary. So then you're going to look up TDEE, Total Daily Energy Expenditure. And you're going to calculate the, the, body, uh, the calories your body requires. So what we're looking for is your maintain. So if you work out your basal metabolic rate and then your, and your total daily energy expenditure, you're going to get a figure. And that figure will be classed as your maintain. And that's the calories you need in a day to stay the same weight, to be healthy. Some days you might lose, some weeks rather, you might lose weight. Another week you might gain weight. That's a sign you're eating the correct amount of food. You're in the middle. It should fluctuate. Uh, it might just stay the same if you're really lucky. But fluctuate, fluctuating doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It means you're in where you should be. If you have a, a meal out and a bad week, you might add a couple of pounds. Next week, if you have a good week, you might lose a couple of pounds. So once you get your maintained calories, you're then going to place yourself in what's known as a calorie deficit. So 
We have two very, we have two different ways that we calculate that. But for the sake of this podcast, and to simplify it again, I would say deduct 500 calories off your maintain calories. So again, you want to find out how to work out your maintain calories. So search basal metabolic rate, search total daily energy expenditure, and then show some interest in how you work out your maintain calories. So use an example, as I discussed earlier, with my dieting and my bulk, my maintain's about 2,500, 2,600. So to bulk, I went to 3,000, and to go to deficit, I went to 2,000. So I took roughly 500 off each way if I wanted to be in a deficit or a surplus. So it's a balance. Yeah, and 500 is a good starting place. Again, we we uh, a bit more technical with that what we do for our members, but that that's that's a great start. And then calculating ca- calculating your calories is a moving goal. Of course, it depends what you're doing on a daily, weekly basis. But we have to start somewhere, you know, because what we're doing here, we're we're tracking a diet. If someone wants to lose weight, if someone comes up to us and says, you know, hey boys, I want to lose weight, the first thing we say is tidy up your weekends. And normally we get a funny smirk and like, yeah, okay then. Um, because yeah, just tidy up your weekends and you'll have a positive effect. Or we might say, okay, eat 80, 90% single ingredient food. And you might start losing weight. You know, you, there's simple things you can do to start losing weight. What we're talking about today in our podcast, again, is being more technical with that. You know, you've tried that, it's not worked, or you've lost some weight. So you've lost half a stone and it's plateaued. You now want to lose more. The information we're giving you is, is to to pretty much ensure that you will lose more body fat. Mm. We'll tell you how to track it and follow it through to make sure it's working. And, and if you're someone who has been eat, been dieting for a while, has been, been in a deficit for a long time, you might do this calculation and find that you're quite far beneath your maintain. Before you think about losing weight, you'll be working yourself back up to your maintain again and get your body in a good place first. Yeah, that's a good point because not everybody overeats. Because some people are under under and they don't even realise. They, they don't know. We actually make them eat more. And the strangest thing is, these people come to us, they want to lose weight, desperate to lose body fat. And when we analyse them, we say, you're not eating enough. And they look at us like we're idiots. Mm-hmm. But we understand that they've been on a diet for two years. Uh, the metabolism slowed to match more of the food intake. So what we have to do is raise their food for a while. And you'll find they'll be on like 900,000 calories a day. Not even that. Yeah. we might Once we start increasing that, numerous times we've increased the amount of food that people eat and they start losing weight and they think we're wizards they just think it doesn't make sense (laughs) but it does when you understand the body again under eating for a long period of time is is bad it's not good at all now overeating long period of time under eating they're they're both not good so we you know we're here here to to tell you how to get a balance by eating more food your body's having to speed up and burn through that food for energy so you're giving it a higher workload so your metabolism's having to speed up so people do end up losing weight by eating more. It's pretty yeah. cool. But that's I suppose that's another podcast, isn't it? We can oh, do that. Yeah. So that um, again, I say it's not uncom it's not unusual that we help people uh, eat more. It's quite it's more common than you think. And people listening to this thinking, Oh my god, you know, people have to eat more. Yeah, it's it's quite common. It's the most heartbreaking thing, isn't it? People that are under eating, of course, the less you eat, the more tired you are, the more shit you feel. Yeah, and they want to get them, they get good. themselves in a right rut. They feel like their world's ending. Nah. Can't lose weight. Food is everything. It's so important. Right. Okay. So um, you Should have worked out. Yeah. So yeah, you've yeah. worked out your maintain calories, and you're going to deduct 500 calories off that. That's placed you in a calorie deficit. So if you are in a calorie deficit, you will start to lose body fat. 
If you're not, then there's ways we, we'll talk about that later, I think, but at the end on what you can do. And we'll give you tips on how to adjust that if it's not working. But generally, if you're doing what we're saying now, you should start losing, uh, we're calling it body fat because it's fat we're thinking about. You'll start losing body fat. Um, so knowing about calories again, we've worked out our calories, we've placed ourselves in a deficit. And we know we're going to eat 80 to 90% single ingredient food a day. We know we can have a little treat whenever we want to. Do you, Now, a question I always get asked, do I have to have a treat every day? No, <laughs> not if you don't want it. No. The funniest thing, we get asked that, you know, oh, do I have to have a treat? I'm doing really good, I'm losing weight, but I don't always want a treat every night. Well, go, go without. Go without, don't yeah. have your treat. But our point is, if you want it, have it. You know, scratch that itch. It will keep you in the game, it will keep you losing weight. All right, so you know you can have a little treat every day, that's cool. And what we're going to discuss now is, um, oh, let's, let's say this, over the three-month period, we would not recommend takeaways. Takeaways are... Untrackable. Yeah, they're untrackable. They're so high in calories and extremely hard to track. Um, and we're going to get to this further, but just while you're listening, you're thinking tracking calories. You're going to do this via MyFitnessPal, and we do. We will talk about it later. We'll have a section for MyFitnessPal. But you're going to track your calories via MyFitnessPal. It's a free app. It used to be free. Well, yeah, I mean, it still is free, but they, they've lost the barcode feature now. If you're a user from a few years back, there's a barcode feature where you could scan a product and it would tell you the calories, but now that's a paid feature. So you can still type in an item and find it, but it just makes it like less convenient. It doesn't matter too much. You can still find it in the search bar. Yeah, I mean, we don't, but you, you could always pay for it for three months. If you're serious about losing weight, you yeah, can pay I mean, for it for I don't know how much it is, a couple quid probably. I don't know. That. I mean, we we don't do it. We get around it normally, don't we? Because yeah. it's three months. Because I think you actually get it free for about four weeks or something anyway. Oh, that's all right. So what we, what we do with our members is... Um, we get them to pretty much add all their food within the first four months. And, they stick with them. Need it, and we're going to talk yeah. about that later. As you'll see, as we progress, we're going to talk about... Yeah. Later on, we're going to talk about habits, and this will come into habits. Um, but yeah, so you're going to be tracking your calories via MyFitnessPal. All right, so uh, we do not recommend any takeaways over that period. Uh, if you want, if you fancy a Chinese, go to a superstore and, and buy your food. Yeah, literally make your own Chinese. If, at least you know what's in it. Get the ingredients you'd like to have and make it yourself. Because the problem is with these takeaway places is the sources they use. Uh, you, you don't know what's in there. It's a complete mystery. Uh, what did we used to just do before? We used to add, just do a quick add of a thousand calories for people who did get a takeaway. Yeah, but it's about a thousand calories. Easy. Yeah, it's, easy. yeah, it's just basically, is it fake away? I think people call it, don't they? Make, yeah. make your own fake away. Just, just buy your own ingredients. Make your own chow mein. At it's home. really easy. I mean, yeah. all, all the, the, the stir fry vegetables are all in a bag. You get the sauces. You get, you get the sauces all on the rack now. Yeah, and it's, that's fairly you. healthy. Yeah. The sauces, they're, they're quite good. So mm-hmm. pick up your, your bag of stir fry vegetables, pick up your chicken and, and your sauce and your noodles and whatever and you then want. Then again, takeaway is when people can't be bothered. Yeah, and that's that is, it. That is what takeaway yeah, is. And we, just... Perhaps we'll add a bit of that. We'll make a note. We'll remind. We'll talk about being busy. That's something we should talk yeah. about because it's an Listen, is it an excuse? I don't know, but I don't. I've never met anybody that's not busy. But they soon watch Strictly Come Dancing and things like that. And well, it's priorities, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? it's priorities. Over the over the three months of your diet, your priority is your fat loss diet. Yeah. That is number one. So you're gonna have to take time to lose weight. You can't. It ain't mm. naturally gonna happen. So you're gonna have to make time. But it's only three months. After three months, you can you know you're back to normal. Okay, so no takeaways. We advise not to. 
But you want to go out for a, a, a special evening. Now, over the three months, again, we don't recommend that you go out eating in restaurants for, you know, twice a week or even once a week. Same again. It's hard to track. Yeah, Let's it's hard, the calories on the very menu. hard to track. Yeah. But it's a special occasion. Let's say it's a birthday or an anniversary, okay? How are we going to do that? Well, you're going to track your calories. And as you know, we're going to, you're going to work out your calories. You're going to place yourself in a deficit. Those calories then you're going to spend in the day like money. So you've got those amount of calories and you're going to spend it. And when it's gone, it's gone. If you spend it, as Kay discussed earlier, as he did with his 2000 on vegetables, good clean meats, uh, whatever, if you're vegetarian, obviously, you know, whatever you want to, quinoa, um, stick with good foods like that, you won't be hungry. It's low calorie. So um, if you spend those calories on, let's call them ultra processed foods, you're going to be extremely hungry. Yeah. So one of the examples we use is, is um, Kay's lovely mum and my wife, obviously, we love her. And uh, she's she's a small female. We called we, we spoke about small females already, haven't we? We've said a lot about small females. So episode, she's classed yeah. as a small female. Sorry, you small females. You don't need a lot of food. We do apologise, um, and we've discussed this. So she gets twelve hundred calories a day. So example we will give you is if you go in to Costa Coffee and order a caramel latte and a slice of carrot cake, that is seven hundred calories. So just that caramel latte. And a, piece, and a slice of carrot cake is 700 calories. It's over half of uh, daily my, intake. my wife's daily intake. Yeah. Now, you'll eat that and then you'll go, you'll go lunching with the girls later in the day or have a, have a meeting with the boys to discuss your next business proposal. Um, and this is what we don't realise. So spend your calories on 80 to 90% single ingredient food. That's the whole point of it. So if you're eating like that, you won't be eating ultra-processed foods and it will keep your calories down so you can consume more food, but more quality food. Again, you want to go out for a meal. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to spend our calories in the day. Now, the example I use is Nando's. Now, I use Nando's example because of what I do personally. I I take my body fat down to uh, single digits and I I do it eating Nando's. So I'm going to use Nando's because I'm experienced at that. So I'm going to wake up in the morning and I have 2,000 calories to spend. I'm going to use Kate's calories. I have 2,000 calories to spend. My half chicken and chips in Nando's is 1,000 calories. So what I advise you do is in the morning, go onto my Fitness Pal app and add your Nando's chicken and chips first thing in the morning. So go on there, type in Nando's half chicken and chips. It will come up uh, on my Fitness Pal. There's... Tens of thousands of different foods on there, and they do have a barcode scanner. You can scan the products if it works, or you pay for it, or you get it free for a few weeks. So I'm going to add my thousand calories of Nando's into my app. That leaves me a thousand calories to spend in the day. So in the day, uh, or in the morning, say I have a three egg omelet, three eggs with uh, onions, cherry tomatoes, mushrooms. Uh, in the day, I have a couple of chicken salads. Omelette about 3.30 calories, um, two chicken salads about 3.30. So I've spent 1,000 calories in the day. I've had three egg omelette, I've had two chicken salads. Ah, it's all right, that's it's not a lot bad. Of food. It's that's not bad. Food. Yeah, it's quite good, I'm on a diet, can't moan about that, yeah. that's okay. I spent 1,000 calories, I go to Nando's, I've got 1,000 calories to spend on my Nando's. I, I'm still staying in with my calories, so I will still lose weight. 
Now, another tip for you is if you are going to eat in a certain uh, branded chain restaurant, always go online and look online to see if they have their their um, calories so online. Prezzo, Ask, I know for definite, they have their calories on their menu, so you can always see what theirs are. Yeah, so go online. A lot of places do it now. They do, yeah. yeah. So go online, check that first. Pick a, health, uh, a healthy option. Choose your meal. Decide if you can have a glass of wine or a gin with that and, and add those calories into the app. So again, try and do it up front and plan it. If you're going to a lovely restaurant, so you, you, you're really going out for a nice meal because you are celebrating something, then a good idea would be to guess what calories you're having. So when you get to that restaurant, go for a healthy option. Choose the healthy option and have a little guesstimate of what's on your plate. We don't want you to stress about it because you're having a night out. You're having a good time. Don't want you stressing about it. You need to enjoy yourself and have fun. But you'd have a good guess of what's on that plate. So like a wild mushroom chicken risotto, for example. Yeah. you got that. Uh, you go on 75 grams as a serving, I'd say. Maybe a little bit less than a risotto. Chuck a breast of chicken in there and some mushrooms. And you generally should have your meal. Yeah, just guesstimate yeah. it. Don't don't get worried about it. Don't stress about it. You just... may be 100 calories over, short. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You, you, you're giving it a rough guess. It's a special day. It's a special yeah. day, okay? So if you if you are in a restaurant that the calories aren't listed, uh, have a good guess and add it into my fitness pal and and try and stay close to your calories for the day. But hey, you go over, all right? You you're having a great day, uh, you're celebrating something. You go over four, five, six hundred calories. You go over. Do we punish ourselves and go? Oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm terrible. I can't do this. And then we fall off the wagon and then just say, Oh, I'm rubbish. There's no point doing this and give up. Well, that's what you do when you go wrong, and that's what a lot of people do. That's that's what you shouldn't do. Here's what you do. If you go over, don't stress about it. It's no big deal. It's not, you don't worry about it. So we've got over a few hundred calories. Uh, what do we do? We just claw them back over the next few days. So let's use Kate's calories again, 2,000 calories. You go over, you go over 600 calories from your 2,000. You, you, you consume 2,600 calories that day. You're not bad, you're not, you know, it's not terrible, don't punish yourself. I had a bag of crisps and a beer. Yeah, so just, it's, it's a thing, it's a thing, you've had a good time, um, and so what? You've got 600 calories over. Okay, so what do we do? For the next three days, go 200 calories under. So consume 1,800 calories for the next three days. So literally just eat 200 calories less for the next three days, and then you're back, you're back on, on track again. Simple, easy, effective. And you haven't got to punish, punish yourself or beat yourself up for well, making mistakes. Oh, I'm not doing this anymore. I've gone over. Yeah, I'm rubbish. Giving I'm going to give oh, up. I'm going to eat some ice cream now. Try to feel better. Yeah. And this is what people <laughs> do. And again, it doesn't work. So if you do go out and you do go... Now, I'm not saying you can do this all the time and use it as a thing. Oh, you know, the boy said it's okay that I do this. It's a one-off. Hmm. It's a couple of occasions over the three months. It's not all the time. So it, it, that's how you can get over it, uh, just by literally just, uh, say if you go 600 calories over one day, go 200 under the next three days, and you're back on track again. The last one for calories is alcohol. Alcohol is a big thing. Um, people do love their alcohol. They like to drink. Uh, Cade and I, we do drink. Uh, we do drink alcohol. We've done massive amount of research on alcohol. Basically, people debate backwards and forwards. If you want our interpretation of that, we'd say a small amount's fine. Too much is going to kill you. 
uh, which is pretty much the fact of it. But the underline is it's not it's not good, is it? There's no, it's a there's toxin. No, there's no positives to it. It's a tox- toxin. It is a toxin. Yeah. It does poison the body. If you truly, to the best of my ability, if you were to like pin me down and say, Darren, t- tell us how you see it, I would say to you, and you're not going to like this, but one to three alcoholic drinks a week is okay. One to three alcoholic drinks a week is okay. Any more is negative, detrimental to the body. So it's not a lot. It's not a lot. But, meh. You know, meh. We we are very middle of the road, as you can tell. Basically, alcohol, it just penetrates the membranes of of, of your body and your cells. So it it does literally ruin your brain. If you drink consistently for a long time... It will just make you stupid. But it, no, it, it does. It, it takes six months for your liver to fully recover after drinking. Uh, without not drinking at all, it takes six months for it to get back to normal again. It's just, you know, one, one to three, as Darren said, it's, it's, it's fine. But you don't want to go nuts of it. It's just not good for you. And, it's, and again, you don't want to keep having to claw those calories back at the weekend. You don't want to have to go nuts and feel shit Monday and Tuesday. Uh, mm. It's just, it's just you, you know, weigh it up, enjoy a drink, enjoy that glass of wine on a Friday. Don't go crazy. It's no overconsumption again, like like the food. It's all the same. It's all addiction. Uh, and as yeah. you can hear from Kate's tone, um, you know, we're both a little bit passionate about this, only because it's a big subject for us. We we contend uh, with alcohol on our members constantly. You know, it's yeah. a big thing, isn't it? People There's like their so alcohol. Many alcoholics, yeah. On saying that, we drink. We both drink alcohol. Uh, very controlled, very controlled. We do have little nights out every now and then when we yeah. have a good time. We do. But I'd like to think that I know uh, my passion is longevity. You know, I'm a, I'm a passion longevity and, and health generally. And I, I know that if we're happy and, and laughing and having a good time, that is linked to longevity. You know, having fun with people, being in a tribe, in a community, makes us live longer yeah so i think having if having a, f- a few drinks that softens your personality say or helps reduce your anxiety and you giggle and have fun and you yeah you let loose have a little dance like you wouldn't normally do have a sing song with, with your mates it's um it's part of being human i mean we've been drinking for thousands of years yeah. it's just part of our culture everywhere in the world drinks alcohol it's just part of being human but yeah. again like anything it's a balance You've don't got, go, yeah. don't go mental. Enjoy it for, for enjoy it for that moment, but don't keep doing it every night. No, that's like right. Like anything. So I do think if you have a little night out and you have a giggle and you're laughing, and make fun, the most of it. Enjoy make the most of it. Yeah. Enjoy it because it, it will make you live. You know, being happy will make you live longer. Absolutely, it, it does. So absolutely. Uh, again, we're very middle of the road, but if you want the actual facts, two to three drinks a week will be fine. Any more than that is not good for you. Uh, binge drinking is obviously not good for you. Um, just. And it is a toxin, okay? So um, keep your alcohol low. But if that is your thing, remember, stay stay within your calories. So if you've got 2,000 calories to spend and you've spent 1,600 in the day on really healthy food, you can have a glass of wine in the evening and you will still lose weight as long as you're in your calories. Now, alcohol does have a negative effect on fat loss. So I will add to that, yeah. you know, so drinking alcohol... It basically stops the body burning fat to an extent. It seems to have an effect. It slows down the fat burning process. Goes straight process. to that as fuel. Yeah, so yeah. it does slow people down. Now, as we said, a calorie is a calorie. It does not matter where it comes from. And I always, I still stand by that to an extent. But I have seen with members numerous times 
even keeping the calorie uh, the calories exactly the same, just dropping the alcohol, they've started losing weight. Yeah. So we've seen that a few times. So many we? times. So alcohol, it will sort of tell the body to to hold on to the body fat. Mm. Um, so you want to try and reduce the alcohol as much as you can because it just makes the whole fat loss pro- process more difficult for you. Yeah. So going off that, speaking of wine, uh, Simline gin and tonics as well. Go towards more of that type of drink rather than lagers and more ciders, more calorific drinks too. Yeah, cider's one of the worst, isn't it? Cider's awful. Yeah. So going back to what we're talking about, alcohol. So what I'm going to say to you is you want to go out for a night out, okay? And you can have a few drinkies. Saturday night with the boys. Yeah. Do you do that all the time during the diet process? No, you don't. You're on a diet. It's three months. But again, it's a special occasion. Well... Again, the process is the same. We're going to spend our calories in the day. So how do we do that? Well, as Kate said, let's use gin and tonic. You're going to have six um, slimline gin and tonics. and say that's 600 calories. Which is enough. Yeah. You get buzzed on that. And you're going to have um, a meal out. So a meal and six uh, gin and tonics. That's going to be 1,600 calories. So using your calories, that gives you 400 calories to spend in the day. It's nothing. It's nothing. So how do we get through the day on 400 calories? Well, again, this is a tip. Wake up in the morning and don't have any breakfast. Stay fasted. So when you wake up in the morning, so what, what fasting is when you eat a meal, uh, that meal stays in your stomach for about four to six hours, depending on what you eat. And the body uses that, that food as fuel, as energy. And it will consume that. And hence, this is why we get fat, because we keep overeating the body keeps uh, using the food as energy, and what you don't burn is then stored on the body as fat. And fat, I class as secondary energy storage. So it's backup. It's backup. But the trouble is, because we're eating all the time, and we never stop eating, we're never using that backup. It never goes. So during the night, you would have digested the last meal in your stomach, so you will wake up in what's known as a fasted state. You wake up in the morning burning body fat. So if you extend that window of not eating, you stay in a fasted state for longer. So basically that means you can't have any calories. So what we would say is only drink uh, like... Uh, black tea, yeah. black coffee, no sugar, no milk. Water. And, water. and no, no um, sugar-free drinks. So you literally, black coffee, black tea and water pretty much. Now, skip breakfast and keep going as long as you can. And while you're going, you're, you're remaining in a fasted state, so you're burning body fat, which is great. As soon as you cannot uh, wait any longer and you're so hungry you need to eat something, you've only got 400 calories to spend, have a real healthy salad or something like that. Just a nice little chicken salad, mm-hmm. uh, lots of salad, lots of vegetables, whatever you have. Healthy is a key word there. That's to so get your nutrition important. in. You need that nutrition. Because you've been in a fasted state for... 16 hours 16 plus hours and you you're the first thing you want to eat is something nutritious your body's searching for nutrients and that's what you're going to give it you're going to give it this meal of all different colors flavors something juicy (laughs) (laughs) right so you basically when you have to eat have a really nutritious meal and just it's going to be a small salad or some vegetables or some meat something like that or a bit more doesn't matter if you go over as we said you can uh, gain that back later So have a nice little meal, go as long as you can. You can drink black coffee in the morning, black tea, and then have a a lovely, healthy, nutritious lunch, and then go and spend all your calories on booze. Gin and wine. Gin and food. 
So simply that's what we do with our calories. And it's a really big tip that you have calories to spend in the day. And as long as you spend them the day, you can allocate them to different parts of the day, depending what you're doing and where you're going and how you want to do it. So again, if, you, if you're going out for a meal that evening, just save your calories all day. Just try yeah. and extend the amount of time before you start eating. Uh, and then spend those calories later in the day. Simply, you can't get up in the morning, have a fried breakfast, go to KFC for lunch, then go out for a slap up meal in the evening. That's just ridiculous. Mm. And looking at this at another perspective, we'll assume this is a treat. Fasting all day is going to make this meal even better because mm. it's the first thing you've tasted in a long time. Well, you can have your 400 calories in the morning, but that meal you're going to enjoy even more because you've had barely anything all day. Yeah. So actually, again, you're relishing a moment, just like the hot chocolate we were talking about earlier. It's enjoying the moments when you have them. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I suppose we should do a bit of a recap. How long have we been going now? Um, we, we need to wrap this up now, really. Yeah. So it was always an This hour. might be a three-parter, but um, <laughs> yeah. a bit of a slow start, guys. Sorry about that, but we've really gone down loads of rabbit holes there, I suppose. So um, let's, let's, go to, let's give a recap, and then we'll tell you what's coming next. So a recap, calorie to calorie does not matter where it comes from. Eating uh, ultra-processed foods does not make you fat. Um, overeating makes you fat, but ultra-processed foods are high in calories. So you haven't got to eat many of them to, to gain body fat. Oh, Leo's joining in again. Oh, we're doing so well, weren't we? Now he's gone. Now Leo's like being neglected. He has to squeak in the background. He's just the one toy that squeaks as well. He could have got, got any other toy. He knows. He actually does it on for effect. Oi! Leo, Oi, there's no doing, Oscars here, mate. There's no Oscars here. No. You're overacting again. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so... We spoke about calories. A calorie is a calorie. It doesn't matter where it comes from. You're going to spend those calories in the day. You're going to work out your basal metabolic rate, your total daily energy expenditure. You're going to calculate your maintain, and you're going to reduce it by 500 calories. You're going to consume those calories on a daily basis. So you're going to spend them. When they're gone, they're gone. Like so, money. Like money. So spend them wisely. Don't spend them on, on silly, ultra-processed foods. Spend them on highly nutritious foods. 80 to 90% single ingredient food. You're going to have a little treat. When If you want a little treat, have a little treat uh, at the end of the day. Save calories for it. If you want to go out and have a meal out, save your calories in the day for that meal. So get up in the morning, add the calories uh, to the app in the morning and spend the rest in the day. See what you have left and spend them wisely. If you do overconsume because you go out, don't stress about it. If you go 600 calories over was our example, just claw back 200 calories a day over the next three Make days. Up for it. So that's basically, uh, we told you the process of the diet and now we, we've discussed calories. The, we'll wrap it up now. The next part will be habits. Meal cards, how to use my fitness pal, and we'll talk about foods. food, what food yeah. to eat, how to eat food. Um, so it's good habits next we're going to talk about. And a little bit more about meals and what to eat and how to eat and how to go about it. Uh, we'll see how we get on. We'll add, hopefully we should be, we will be able to add my fitness pal to that. And we'll talk to you about that and how to work my fitness pal. And then uh, if we can get in with the second one, if not, we'll put it into a third podcast where we'll give you all tricks and tips and little things that really make your fat loss journey easier. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in with us today. We'll carry on in part two of Fat Loss 101.